0: Now, it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, who would have thought it? What a shock! Marijuana is not good for you. Huh! Who's, who saw that coming? Oh, boy. Okay. Hey, welcome to Bob Brady Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. As far as I know, <laughs> and I certainly don't know everything, as far as I know, there are only two groups that are favoring the legalization of recreational marijuana. And I'm not talking... Listen, we need to understand the difference between marijuana and CBD. CBD is a derivative, yes, but it doesn't have the uh aspects of marijuana. It's used for oils and medication and so forth and... Uh, I've tried it on a couple things. I didn't find any benefit from it at all. But I know many, many people who, you know, they they rub the oil on and stuff and they have, you know, it does great things for them. Fine. Uh, That's not smoking pot. That's not smoking weed. Uh, That's not taking marijuana to get high and to lose all of your problems. So I think we need to understand that because not everybody knows the difference between CBD, uh, the you know, the oils the, and, and all of that, and marijuana. And then, of course, we've got the marijuana, the medical aspects, and I think that there can be medical uses of marijuana, but I also know that most people who say they're using it for medicinal purposes, are not. Oh, not all. No, 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 no. Not all. But probably most just want to get high. So back to what I was going to say. I think all of the people who are supporting the legalization of recreational marijuana fall into two camps. Number one, people who just want to get high. They just want to leave reality, and they, they, they want to get high, like people want to get drunk just to lose touch, you know? And then the other group, pure money, and that's the politicians, more tax money. More money coming into the coffers of the state because we're going to tax uh, recreational marijuana and, oh my goodness, we're going to be able to do wonderful things with all of this money. Uh, That was what we were promised with gambling. How did that work out? Uh, Not very well. Now, with all of that in mind, listen to this report from CNN. Yeah, liberal, progressive, left-leaning, C-N-N. This is from today. Brand new. This is today. Friday, February 24th. Headline, daily use of marijuana raises risk of heart disease study finds. And that's just the tip of the proverbial uh, iceberg. Let me just read. Part of the report to you from, and again, this is from CNN. You think if anybody was forced marijuana, it'd be the folks over at CNN. Quote, using marijuana every day can raise a person's risk, and and I don't want to hide anything. They're saying every day, regular use, using marijuana every day can raise a person's risk of coronary artery disease by a third. Compared with those who do not Quote A growing body of evidence suggests that cannabis is not entirely without harm. Uh. Um I'm I'm about as far away from a medical doctor or a medical scientist as you will ever find. I knew that (laughs) my goodness. A growing body of evidence suggests that cannabis is not entirely without harm and may actually cause cardiovascular disease, says researchers at Stanford University. The uh, study, which is going to be published, will be presented this weekend at the annual meeting of the American College of Cardiology. Quote, thus, the decision to use cannabis must be carefully weighed against the potential for serious heart disease. Hmm. Uh, The study pulled data, people participating in a program administered by the National Institutes of Health, Uh, The program is gathering health information from one million people in America. Uh, When enrolling in the study, participants completed a survey on their cannabis use and so forth. In other words, this is a government-supported study done at Stanford University, liberal, progressive, left, not conservative, certainly not Christian— and it is a huge study. One million people in this study. Quote They found that daily cannabis users were 34% more likely to be diagnosed with coronary artery disease than those who do not use cannabis, marijuana. Uh, and then it goes on. Uh, marijuana and the heart. Why does marijuana appear to damage the heart and blood vessels? First, it increases heart rate and blood pressure immediately after each use, according to the CDC. Each use, every single time someone smokes pot. It increases heart rate and blood pressure immediately after each use. Again, quoting, Marijuana smoke also delivers many of the same substances researchers have found in tobacco smoke. These substances are harmful to both the lungs and the cardiovascular system. Hmm... the AHA's guidance released uh, pointed to studies that found heart rhythm abnormalities, such as tachycardia, atrial fibrillation, occur within an hour uh, after weed containing THC—that's the—that's the stuff that makes you high—was um, smoked. Uh, other research has shown. You listening? Other research has shown smoking weed has triggered heart attacks and leads to a higher risk of strokes and heart failure in people with underlying heart disease. Uh, And it goes on, increases the odds of stroke, heart attacks, heart disease, high blood pressure, and uh, on and on and on. Um, I think I already read this. Cannabis users were 34% more likely to be diagnosed with coronary artery disease than those who do not smoke marijuana. Now, this is going to be on the ballot again here in Ohio. Will we hear this? Probably not. And that's why you're hearing it here today. It's dangerous stuff. And yet, we are going to be told about how wonderful it is and its freedom and its liberty. And no. Please, please, please don't vote for the legalization of pot. Please don't. All right, we'll return.
0: Today's news, God's word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Now well, this is uh, the, this is interesting. Um, most of you know that um, there have been since the leak of Roe versus Wade. Uh, At last count, it was getting close to 250 attacks of one kind or another on uh, pro-life churches and pregnancy crisis centers all across America. Way over 200. Last I heard, it was more than 230, and it was marching towards 250. And uh, to my knowledge, only two people have been arrested, only two. And yet the FBI has been very active in arresting pro-life people who uh, demonstrate outside of pregnancy centers, pray outside of pregnancy centers. Uh, The well-known case of the uh, Catholic pro-life gentleman over in Pennsylvania Uh, FBI came with guns drawn, burst into his house before dawn in the morning, uh, arrested him in front of his children, terrorized his family uh, because some guy, well, anyway, most of you know the story, and uh, those charges were ultimately thrown out just uh, a couple of weeks ago. Those charges were, were thrown out. Um, an embarrassment, I would think, for the FBI, but it was certainly the right thing to do. Well, now, the FBI has charged eight pro-life act advocates of violating the FACE Act, which is the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. Now, this case gets a little more complicated, Okay. And I want to be completely honest and transparent in how I present this. They participated in a barricade of a, 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 an abortion clinic. In other words, they blocked the door. They actually violated the law, knew they were violating the law, And they barricaded themselves in front of the door so people could not get inside the abortion clinic to have an abortion. Okay? Now, right or wrong, that is clearly a violation of law. Praying on the sidewalk, of course not. Encouraging mothers not to have an abortion, of course that's not a violation of law. Now, these folks, these folks clearly violated the law and they knew they were violating the law. Okay? Now, please listen to me carefully. I am not in any way justifying the FBI. I am saying this case is different from those that have been arrested for praying on the sidewalk and so forth. Okay. Now, If they are found guilty, they could serve years in prison. They could serve years in prison. Is that right? Of course not. But here's what strikes me. How many times have we seen students blockade the president's office at a university. How many times have we seen protesters take over the state house? It happened in Wisconsin. It happened in Minnesota where left-wing protesters went and completely took over the entire state house. How many times have you heard about sit-ins? People sitting in the middle of a street blocking traffic a clear violation of the law. It's against the law to sit out in the middle of the street and block a street through sit-ins and so forth. Okay, here's my point. I don't know of anyone who has been involved in a sit-in blocking uh, a statehouse entrance, the uh, office of the president of a university, blocking a freeway, uh, several months ago, a bunch of loonies tried to get out. Well, they didn't try. They actually blocked a big part of a, of a California freeway. They shut it down. Uh, we've seen people glue themselves to doors and walls and so forth. Are they violating the law? Yeah, they are. Have any of those people been threatened with prison? Nah. They spend a night in jail. They might be facing a fine. But if you're pro-life, these people could spend years in prison. That is the difference. And it's huge. All right. For the bottom of the hour break, let's go to the phones, and I've got Mark in Columbus. Mark, welcome. Thanks so much for calling.
2: Oh, thank you for taking my call. Certainly. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the Abraham Center in Dubai.
1: Well, you're out of luck. I had that story in my stack yesterday. I was completely prepared to talk about it yesterday, but... Oh that was yesterday. I did I never I never got to it. So I'm glad you brought it up. Seriously, right. I'm glad you brought it up. I I did have the and I don't think I have the story today. I did yesterday. I think I left it back in my office. Anyway,
2: go okay. ahead. Well, it, it you know, it's a a conglomeration of the Catholic Roman Catholic Church and and uh several very prominent uh Protestant leaders and Also, uh, Jewish leaders and, and, uh, mixed in with the Muslims over there in Dubai. And they're gonna, they're, they're building this big center. And, you know, it's, uh, this is the kind of stuff that my grandma used to talk about way back in the 60s and 70s and so Mm -hmm. on. I mean, you know, this is prophesied and, and, uh, just, it, it, it's so, uh, momentous it is but, and, and, oh that's,
1: and that's why I had it in my stack yesterday but didn't get to it this is yeah. prophecy being fulfilled in front of our eyes There, there's a lot of speculation about what's going to happen in the end times but one thing we absolutely know for sure is that all of the religions of the world will come under one head they will lay aside all of their differences and they will come together to worship We are seeing the seeds of that being sown right now, and the Abraham Center in Dubai is certainly a part of that movement. It certainly is. All right, Mark, thanks. Appreciate it. I'll try to elaborate a little more on it after the break. Thank you for bringing it up. I appreciate it.